0: This is the Counter Bootleg, a Nebraska football short podcast. Uh, Each episode is 10 minutes or less. Just think, you could listen to an entire episode in the amount of time it takes to make a grilled cheese sandwich. My name is Nate McHugh. I'm a football writer for SB Nation's website, uh, Nebraska's website, uh, Corn Nation. In this episode, I'm going to give you about 10 minutes of my thoughts uh, following the uh, Nebraska's lost Ohio State Last Saturday. So here we go. Even though the score doesn't look like it, I really was not upset about how things went. Well, maybe I was upset about how things went, but I was not upset with the team as far as going forward uh, for the rest of the season. I, I was kind of on the, you know, I wrote my morning after little uh, article and I'm like, what did you expect? I mean, this is, you know, particularly that people call this the most talented Ohio State team in, in school history. And we won 13 games in the past three years. They won 13 games last year. So, you know, what do we expect? You know, so that's, that's kind of where I started. Um, I just want to see improvement. And I think, you know, mentally we, we're still making mistakes, but physically on the offensive and defensive lines, that made me feel really good. So, um, offensively, uh, I felt the way that Frost used both quarterbacks, I think it was done really well. It felt organic, and it didn't feel forced. You know, what, what I didn't want to happen was how there was, you know, oh, here's a, pos- a possession for Luke McCaffrey. Oh, uh, here's a possession for Adrian Martinez. No, I mean, it a first possession. Luke McCaffrey w- lined up a running back, and, you know, that, and that went really well. And for the first you know, couple possessions and oh, I, I really liked how it, it worked out. I still, you know, at some point maybe doesn't have to, it'd probably be ideal if it didn't happen this year, but I'd love to see Luke McCaffrey play for an entire game of quarterback to see how he does. But the, uh, I liked how that went. Uh, as far as the two quarterback system, if you even want to call it that, um, against a team like Ohio State, it really showed you how important it was for Nebraska to stay on schedule. Um, my wife asked what that means. I mean, you don't, you want it to be third and three and not third and ten, you know. Uh, if Nebraska continues to start possessions of, uh, like, first down and 20, uh, that's not good, and especially against a team like Ohio State. Uh, I, You want this offense to be explosive, so you – you know, you want to be able to feel like you have a chance even though, you know, even though it's third and ten. And maybe we'll get to see that against Ohio, you know, some of the teams going forward. Maybe Ohio State was just that good. But uh, that's what that's one of the things I noticed. Uh, as far as the running backs, I really like Ronald Tompkins. When, you know, the way he ran the ball. He looks like a, a very talented and natural runner. Um, I hope. He gets more snaps uh, or more carries. Uh, Diedrich Mills looked pretty good, um, but you know, if people mentioned, they, they didn't get he didn't get that many carries either. So we'll see how that changes going forward. I thought it was interesting at the beginning of the game. Frost opted to pass early, you know, on first down. And I don't know if that threw Ohio State off guard a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I I kind of expect that we want to run the ball as much as possible this year. Um, I don't. I don't exactly trust Martinez yet throwing the ball, but we'll, we shall see. Speaking of uh, throwing the ball, our wide receivers, whoof. Where's Omar Manning? People are talking about this morning. You know, we didn't expect him to make the trip, but our wide receivers caught eight passes on Saturday total. And six of those went to Wondell Robinson, and he's another one. I, I would like to see if they could get him the ball more and more. Um, but – and if we can't find someone who can, you know, let's run a nine route or just, you know, be some type of threat going deep, it's going to get really hard to run the ball. You know, I, that one pass that Alante Brown caught on uh, the fourth quarter, he looked like he's, I mean, he's electric. And I know he's short, um, but can they, uh, could he get past somebody, you know, maybe just throwing up? Just to kind of show, hey, you know, we're actually, you know, maybe we will throw it deep. And then the safeties, you know, aren't so close to the line of scrimmage. So I sure hope we can figure out this wide receiver room. It sounds like maybe uh, Omar's not exactly willing to do the things it takes to get on the field at this point. And maybe he's learned his lesson. As you saw, they tweeted out on Saturday that he's excited, you know, to get to work on Monday. So... Sounds like Coach Matt Lubick is. you say you gotta do things the right way, and you, or you're not playing. And so maybe save your bets. You know, maybe he could be one that could help. You now we could use anybody at this point. Um, the offensive line I thought looked really good overall. Um, it's a very talented Ohio State team, uh, but of course there is no Chase Young, so you know it's. I guess we will find out. Uh, obviously, going forward, particularly against you know, Wisconsin. So, uh, but as a unit, they look pretty good defensively. Um, I income in uh, coming into the season. I expected the, the defensive backs to be the best position group on the team. Boy, they didn't look like that on Saturday. Justin Fields threw uh, for twenty for twenty-one, and that one miss was just uh, with DiCaprio Boodle. Uh, kind of just took the receivers' legs out from under him. Uh, so I, I don't know. It, it seemed like they were that we weren't covering the well, wide receivers for Ohio state are very, very, very talented. And it seems like we were so worried about getting beat deep that we kind of just tried to keep them in front of us. I, I don't know if that was the game plan uh, or what, what, you know, hopefully, you know, we see some improvement. Um, but, you know, we're gonna have to live, you know, for one half without two of our starters, you know, going into Wisconsin and I'm sure everyone listening to this would agree that particular, the, the Deontay Williams targeting call is bull crap. And, it, I mean, even Joel Klatt on TV is like, what do you want him to do? What do you want him to do? And so, I don't know, the Big Ten, if they can look at that and reinstate him for the first half. You know, I, and they need to look back at that rule. Cam uh, Taylor Britt, I, he probably should be reinstated because it's kind of, a, it wasn't a malicious thing, but... You know, he kind of just, just kind of bent over and tapped him with his helmet. I don't think he has a, probably he probably won't be playing the first half. Um, defensive line, I was very excited about the, how, the, how this unit is looking. They're very deep, and I think they're better pass rushers than the unit we had last year. And, you know, just think we lost three guys to the NFL. I don't think they were – they're kind of playing out of position. You know, the, um, the Davis twins. Uh, so, you know – we're you know, and, th- and then they're just gonna add Jordan Riley. I think he was hurt. Uh so those guys looked really good, I thought. And like we said, it against a very talented Ohio State team. So uh the inside linebackers look better. I was kind of bummed when Luke Reimers and they said he wasn't gonna make the trip. because uh, 'cause I'm excited to see him play. Um we saw we had a Caleb Tanner siding a sack the offensive or sorry, the outside linebacker. Uh, if he can turn into the player we're hoping for, that would be great for this team going forward. Wisconsin is, as of right now, they are, their starting quarterback, Mertz, has tested positive for COVID. It could be a false positive. Coach Frost even said that they've had a lot of false positives on their team. Uh, I'm just one of those guys that you almost want Mertz to play. And it's, it sounds ridiculous and stupid and it's, it's a contradiction, but it's like I kind of just feel like how things have gone with Wisconsin is that if Mertz doesn't play, they're somehow going to blow us out. You know, I don't know why it's just weird. It's just, you know we met in the in the Big Ten Championship game. They were seven and five. We had beat them earlier in the, in the year, and they like and they blow us out. Was it wasn't it seventy to thirty one? You know, it's I'd like to play Wisconsin you know, with that, you know, with their, you know, he's the second string quarterback, but he looked pretty good last Friday. I want to beat them when they're at full strength. And obviously that's not the first string quarterback, but I think we could say that Mertz looks like a stud. So um, speaking of that, I I would think and I, that Wisconsin has to be the easiest place to play quarterback at with how they run the ball and their offensive line. You know, that's just – that'd be – a dream. I'd think if I was a, you know, a four or five star recruit, I just go play behind that offensive line, you know? Uh, so I guess the last note I had was, uh, special teams. Connor Culp looks like a major obvious upgrade over the dumpster fire. That was a kicking game last year. So that is good, 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 good news. Uh, so you know, the score sucked, but I think we have a lot of things that we can feel positive about going in the future. So my time's about up. Uh, thank you for listening. It seems like it's been pretty successful so far. Uh, tell your friends about it. You know, Remember, it's only 10 minutes. So, All right. Thank you, and uh, have a wonderful week.